Welcome back to part two, two-part series with Dr. Stephen Bradley. Um, if you have not had the chance to listen to the previous episode, hit pause, uh, go back to episode 30, uh, The Road Less Traveled By with Stephen Bradley. Excellent story um, about, you know, really a story of perseverance. Someone who went from being a ranch hand to a subway sandwich artist uh, to even thinking about going to physical therapy school before finally uh, landed in medical school. Can't forget about the uh, dangerous work he did as an electrician, which actually gave him an exposure to medicine working at a hospital. In this episode, we will talk about uh, really our path as being podcasters. So he's officially been a podcaster now for about 18 months, and I will, I'm in my sixth month of podcasting. So we share really our experiences of you know things we've overcome, lessons we've learned, along the journey. Uh, but really the take home point of this episode is just start, you know. You have to have day 1 before you can have day 100, you know, you have to record this first episode, you have to write the first chapter before you can publish a book. Uh so just start because, you know, he started 18 months ago, I've started 6 months ago, but I will never be able to close that gap you know I sat around thinking about my podcast for well over a year and a half so if I had really just started we would be at the same point now but you know I'm happy with where I am we officially passed uh, 2,500 downloads for this podcast so I'm really grateful for all the listeners uh, and for all the support for everyone who's left a review everyone who's left a rating I really appreciate it and the lesson with that is also uh, Dr. Stephen Bradley, his podcast is now 18 months um, into existence. Uh, this week, he just celebrated having 60,000 downloads, which is awesome. So at some point, your growth goes from being um, incremental growth to exponential growth. And what I mean by that is that during his first year of podcasting, um, he had approximately 10,000 or so downloads. However, over this second year, uh, he's had nearly 50,000 downloads and now with a total of 60,000 downloads. So you never know, you know, when this day-to-day -day work that you're putting in is going to start to bear fruit. And you might be a lot closer. You probably are a lot closer to the goal than you really think. So just keep pushing forward. So without further ado, we'll get into this episode. Um, I hope you enjoy it. So I do my best being that I'm in this position, quote unquote, of power to advocate for patients, for residents, for operating room nurses, whoever feels that they need to say something, I'm there to say, hey guys, there's a concern. Let's talk yeah. about it. Let's hash this out. Sure. And that's a great segue to your podcast. You know, so tell us about your podcast, the Black Doctor Podcast. So number one, how did you come up with that, you know, as far as the title? And then what is your podcast about? Yeah, the Black Hatters podcast. Uh, again, shout out to Dr. Nee Darko. Um, the, the title that came about when I decided to, to go into podcasting or to, to branch out, I watched some YouTube videos. I read the blog post. I read uh, Nee's Instagram post to determine how and what should I name this. And they were saying, oh, you should be fairly specific because you don't want a podcast that's going to reach everybody. You just want to reach the audience and carry the message that you want to carry. And I thought, you know, the Black Doctors podcast, that's pretty specific. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's got a, a race or ethnic descriptor on there. 
um, black doctors podcast. Yeah, okay. And then doctors, well, I wanted to put an apostrophe, so black doctor, that's a long story. Mm. It's uh, plural. But I think it ended up better because I do feature on the podcast the stories of minority doctors. And that includes physicians, that includes mostly graduate um, healthcare workers, graduate level healthcare workers. I've interviewed physical therapists. I've interviewed folks in the STEM community. Um, so PhDs in, in engineering and biomedical sciences, uh, because I think for our community, we need that representation. We need to hear the stories of folks that are in these various uh, career pathways and know the things that they overcame when they were exposed. And every episode does kind of drop a gem of, like I found out about so many bridge pathways um, to medical schools and early admissions programs and scholarships that are out there that I had no idea existed. So hopefully for the pre-meds and the medical students listening, there's something that they can gain from the Black Doctors podcast. Excellent. And like you said, every time I sit down and speak with someone, I learn something very valuable, whether it's about finances or about mindset or about, like you said, a scholarship or, you know, how do you help someone else to gain the success that they want? So it's been great growing and growing in this community. And it's really a community of podcasters. You know, I, we, before we started recording, I just mentioned a new a podcaster to you that's in your local area. And, you know, I've been introduced to other people and that's, you know, Dr. Darko, you know, he introduced or mentioned, hey, check out his podcast, check out this podcast. So it's great that, to have a community of people who are trying to not sell something. You know, I'm not trying to sell a product. I'm trying to use this as a or as a mentoring tool to be able to share my experiences and show my weaknesses and show that, hey, look, you can start off at the bottom of the hospital doing electrical work and still make it to medical school as a musician, you know? So it's important to show that we are human because I feel like many times when I'll look at somebody successful, even now and say, man, how do I go from where I am? And it seems like a huge gap or a huge bridge that could be insurmountable until you figure out, okay, this person made many mistakes along the way and they still made it. You know? Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Um, so You've been in a podcast game now for a year and a half, you said. Year and so, a half. You know, I'm sure that's come along with a lot of up and down moments, right? So oh, yeah. keep going. So what's the reason that you continue to push through this? You're a full-time doctor. You know, you have music. You have, you know, a fiance. But you continue to sit down behind this microphone, interview people, and try to, you know, give valuable information. Why is that? Man, I'm trying to quit my day job. I hear you. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> so, you know, when I, when I started, I was like, man, you know, everybody, especially in 2020, you know, and even now, side hustle, side hustle. You got to get yeah. your side hustle. You got to get your coins. You got to have multiple streams of income. And I'm like, you know, yo, Joe Rogan is, is a millionaire. I'm going to start this podcast. Like, I'm going to make some money. Uh, sure, I'm going to help people. This will be cool. And plus, it was a challenge. So yeah. I sit down and I did a lot of research. And I love audio engineering. So I really like, I went over about eight to 12 hours of material, just figuring out how to EQ my voice and how to edit it and how to make it the best quality. And so I, I, I dropped the podcast. I used uh, Anchor because it's free. Mm -hmm. And I remember like, I was so happy when I got the first like 50 downloads. I'm like, whoa, like 50 people listen. 
and I'm like, I'm not gonna lie about five, five of those were, were me on uh, Spotify <laughs> and iTunes on my devices, yeah. driving up the downloads and then probably another 15 were family members. But it was, I was still blown away that man, 50 people downloaded it. And then, you know, a couple months went by and I didn't make any money. I'm like, yo, what is what's going on? I'm like, all right, well, uh, let me let me not worry about the money right now. I got some feedback from some random medical students that had left reviews and somebody had reached out and they're like, oh, this episode was good and it, it helped me and I want to do this, that, and the other. I said, well, okay, well, somebody's getting some value from it. That's the buzzword, value. But, it, but honestly, somebody learned something from this thing that I'm doing. Let me focus on that and let me not worry about the money. Because you know what? I'm a physician. I do not need extra money from this podcast, but it's helping people. So for the next about six to eight months, I just focused again on making the best podcast that I could. I added some theme music and I learned more about podcasting and it started getting some momentum. And eventually, like the finances just went out the, the window. Um, you know, I think I make like 30 bucks a month on, on netting. I, went, I switched to a different host. So I get some ads now and, and I make about 30 bucks a month on a podcast, you know, full disclosure. And that helps offset some of the fees, you know, because it costs, you know, some money to podcast. I think, you know, a couple hundred bucks a year, maybe, you know, two to 300 bucks, depending on what services you use. So there's a little bit of money that comes in. That's cool. But as that audience grows, um, blown away that, you know, I will check an episode and there's like 300, 400 downloads or stream this week, which means that 400 people are listening to this message. And I've been able to build a platform that I can curate who I amplify, who I highlight, and use this as a soapbox to reach so many people. And that has really become the driving factor and force for me because money, you know, it is money's money, but being able to bend the ear of that many people, right? Like how many times do you just get to step out and talk to a thousand people a week or, or a month. So that's really become the driving force and realizing what an impact it is having. And then from a career perspective, knowing that as I do the Black Artist podcast and I started Curbside Ethics, which is a podcast about medical ethics, trying to build a, a niche career and affiliate my name with these two concepts, build that sense of community that has continued to propel me forward and, and honestly just gives me more returns than would be a, a, just a simple financial return. Absolutely. And I love what you said about you have a random person come up to you, a medical student say, man, on this episode, you taught me this. Same thing. I've had people come up and say, yeah, I listened to that last one when you were talking about X, Y, and Z. And I was like, oh, you listened to the podcast. I didn't even know you were listening, you know, <laughs> right. or you have a, I've even had some a spouse of one of my interview, the people that I interview and say, you know, you gave me a different perspective of what my spouse was going through. I was like, wow, you know, that's powerful. Or you read yeah. a review and they say, you know, I'm not in the medical community, but I really gained this or I appreciate what you're doing. So those little nudges, because, you know, in your mind, I'll speak for myself in my mind. I might have a successful week and then I'm still like, what am I doing? Who really cares? Or, you know, right, right. anybody want to hear what I have to say? Um, because you, we're so used to second guessing ourselves, you know, and the numbers, the yeah. numbers. Right. And then 
I try not to even look, but you really care. You want to know, okay, does somebody care about this topic? Do they care about that topic? You know, but you don't want to get caught up on amount of downloads or amount of likes when you post something. Yeah. Um, so, but it's hard to to not focus on that. You just got to show up, and that's what Doctor. You know, we keep saying Doctor Darko. He said, just keep showing up. Consistency in the podcasting world is what's going to make you successful later down the road. You know, but you want to be successful every week. <laughs> you know. Oh yeah. And the main thing is, you're reaching. You might reach one person per episode, but if you're changing one person's life. And one thing I like to sit down and talk to, I did, uh, get to deal with a lot of teenage athletes um, mm-hmm. that are in that really, that stage of their career where they're trying to make a decision, you know, but I want to talk to them in my office, but I only have 15 minutes and I got to treat your knee, come up with a plan and then say, hey, how's school going? What's, what's your plans? What are you thinking? You know, that's two minutes that I can squeeze in there where I can have an hour and say, you know what, you want to become an anesthesiologist. I have an episode, you know, with Dr. Bradley. Go listen to that. He's going to yeah. tell you about how he doesn't even, he went to uh, undergraduate being a musician and he still got into <laughs> medical school. Listen to that episode. That's going to help you. And you know what? If you want to go to Navy Medicine, he's willing to mentor you. His information's in the show notes. It's right there, you know. So it's a tool that you can use, uh, which is great and it's powerful. Um, and then also I've learned that there's so many stories that go untold. Oh, you know? oh yeah. So, my show, I speak to physicians, I speak to entrepreneurs, I speak to athletes, um, but we have our stories that need to be told. And so many people, the media is going to highlight certain things. Mm-hmm. They're not going to necessarily highlight our stories the way that we can. So I think that's another very valuable thing about this podcast that money can't buy. Absolutely. I, I remember looking at social media and the you know influencers, meta influencers, whatever, they have huge followings, um, but what you see, you know, may may be considered superficial. No, no judgment, no shade. Mm-hmm. Um, but I knew that wasn't the experience that I had going through medical school, nor a lot of my peers. And the fact that I can't control what gets blasted across social media, but if I can build this, maybe I can have some control. And like you mentioned, like all these stories that need to be told, and maybe. I've had the same story twice, you know, or three times, but this person was uh, of Haitian descent. Mm-hmm. So it resonated with a different community. This person was uh, from Detroit and, and folks from Detroit are like, oh, yeah. Right. Um, being able to introduce um, different practices and, and different um, businesses to the community that are, that are helpful. Black Coffee Company in Atlanta is doing some incredible things and be able to like have the freedom to just amplify Sure. People that are, are doing amazing things for the community is is, is powerful. Absolutely. Uh, what would you say is the hardest part about podcasting? Hardest part about podcasting. Uh, so my least favorite thing about podcasting is writing show notes. Okay. Because that feels like English class. I tell you, I, <laughs> I hate writing essays, but I'm over there writing essays and bullet points. Uh, but the hardest part, especially in the beginning, was getting guests to come on the show because they kind of like look at you sideways, like, what kind of scam are you running? Like, right. who, yeah. who are you yeah. with? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let, let's, uh, let's, do, let's do a discovery call. I'm like, yo, man, I don't got time to do a, a discovery <laughs> call. Like, you, you're going to, because like yourself, I'm very free flowing. Yeah. Um, I'm a, I'm a Google creep you, you know, I'm going to look through your LinkedIn and find some yeah. talking points. Yeah. 
But I'm just like, yo, pick up the phone. We're going to rap for 30, right. 45 minutes and, and boom, boom, boom. So, you know, I go through ways. People were kind of like, eh, who, who are you? What are you doing yeah. with this? Um, but it's definitely started to pick up, become a little more streamlined as I built systems for that. Yeah. So, I mean, like the two of us, we've never spoken before, right? We spoke right. five minutes and then I hit the record button. Um, but that's how I like to do it. I just want to say, hey, these are the talking points. Are you okay with these? And let's freestyle and let's go. If you want to speak about something, let's talk about it, you know? So, you know, I really appreciate that. Um, but yeah, for me, it's being guest as well. I will sit back and say, okay, I want to interview such and such, you know, these people, but the actual reaching out to them, maybe that's because, and I, I heard, I can't remember who it was, but they were talking about trusting the process and not being attached to the result. So yeah. the process is I need to sit down and send out five emails every three days or whatever to <laughs> guests. And if they reply, great. If they don't reply, great. But I just need to sit down and send them out and not worry about it. If five people reply, excellent. If nobody replies, I send out the next five. But that's what I'm still working on. I have to overcome that, you know, um, because once we sit down and talk, it's fine. But actually being able to get people lined up is what I struggle with. A lot of people talk about the editing. I don't find that as um, it's labor intensive, no doubt about it, but oh, I have yeah. a, a system down now, so it doesn't bother me. I know that, you know, it's going to take me, if I got a 30 minute segment, it's going to take me an hour or whatever it's going to be, you know, but it doesn't bother me. Like I guess it bothers a lot of people, but yeah. The now, now let me ask you, ask you yeah. this, how far in advance do you edit your uh, episodes? Right. <laughs> on a good week. <laughs> so on a good week, uh, a week or two ahead of time on a bad oh, week man. and on a bad week, it might be I'm editing. I do a lot of my editing on uh, Sunday afternoon and yeah. on, on Monday morning. So, you know, truthfully, that's when it's most of the time it's going to happen. You know, I try to yeah. record during the week and edit on the weekend. And the goal is you know, to be several weeks ahead, but I haven't made it there yet. But hey, I, uh, I haven't made it once. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I edit because uh, I launched episodes yeah. Sunday night. So they're there yeah. Monday morning. So, man, when I tell you, sometimes I start editing about nine o'clock Sunday night. Right. And I'm just I'm just mad. Just going, yeah. going, going, going. <laughs> uh, but I'm a procrastinator. That, that's who I am. Yeah. So, yeah. Hey, you got to do it how you live. Right. <laughs> All right. So on time out with the sports doctor, this your final time out. So. You're a man of many talents. You're a musician. You're an anesthesiologist. You know, you have a, a electrical background and everything. So a lot of things went into making you a physician. You know, you have your ethics training. Um, you're unique. Uh, but what do you say is your strength? What, what thing do you, when you say, Dr. Stephen Bradley, what are you most proud of as far as who you are as a person? I think I'd be most proud of, I, I'm obsessed with the journey of life and extracting value out of every moment. Um, and, and I find that, you know, if you look at, you know, if, if what you do, if you enjoy your work, then, you, you know, you never work a day in your life, that kind of thought process. But I seek value in interactions with coworkers, with patients. Even in an off interaction, my thought is, man, what are they going through? I wonder what's making this person act like this. And I just have this kind of natural curiosity about the way things work, the way things fit together. 
And even in tough circumstances, like we mentioned earlier, the ICU, love, hate, I challenge myself to change my frame of reference to the point that I enjoy things that um, I otherwise wouldn't. So I kind of just psych myself out and, and live in a happy little bubble, Yeah, I guess. But that works for me. And, and I'm, I try to like maintain my happiness at all costs um, while being conscientious to those around me and kind of, you know, t- taking on um, the, the, the thought process that they're going through something. We're all going through something. I'm happy. I'm comfortable. If I can help you offload whatever you're going through, you know, lay it on me. I'm here to help. And, and just enjoying, enjoying life, taking it as it comes. Excellent. Well, Dr. Bradley, you know, I really appreciate you being on tonight, sharing this time. You had a long day. Like you said, you started off six o'clock in the morning and you're still <laughs> pushing. Um, but I really appreciate it. And, you know, if I can ever do anything to help you along the journey, I'm here. And I'd like to, you know, continue to collaborate with you moving forward. So thanks for having me on. Can't wait to, to return a favor and get you on uh, my show. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you once again. <laughs>